What's crappin' in, folks? Boing, boing! It's me, Luigi, from the Marios. I'm here to tell you guys about our Patreon. Patreon.com slash SuperNPCRadio. We've got loads and loads of bonus content from the creators of Video Games, a comedy show. Tell me by your game. Inside Video Games Classic with July and Reactivators. So much bonus and unique content that can only be found on patreon.com slash supernpcradio, including our Games Club coverage of a particular series. We've done the Zeldas, we've done the Resident Evils, we've done the Metal Gears, and coming up soon, we'll do the Donkey Kongs. Patreon.com slash supernpcradio. Sign up today. Boing, boing. I'm out. Coming to you live this morning from the Mushroom Kingdom, WKBAG Studios, Wario K. Rule, Bowser, Andros Gannon. This is Video Games A Comedy Show. I am your host, Jeremy Schmidt. And today, well, folks, we're living in a post-200 world. This is episode 201 of Video Games A Comedy Show, ushering in a new era, um, but, uh, but just as much energy as before. You know, yes, we're, we're, we're four years older, but we're... But uh, I I would argue we're we're just as spry as as we've always been. Um, maybe not me so much uh, t- uh, today on this episode, but uh, in general, in, in the broad sense, um, uh, yeah, keep coming to us for all that that great video game content uh, that you know and love. <laughs> I have two amazing members of the Zoo Tycoon crew here, ready to help chop it up, make you laugh. Um, and uh, these two uh, these two fellas are also part of their own little uh, own little um. A little outfit, um, you could call outfit, it. Outfit, video game podcasting <laughs> uh, empire, uh, one might say. <laughs> yes. uh, they, I, I have, uh, I have with me the Super Gamer Boys, which is uh, Adrian Holmes and Garrett Morlang. How are you guys doing today? Doing fantastic. Good to be here. <laughs> I just want to make one quick comment. You mentioned that for four years old. You know, you're still feeling relatively spry. I don't know if you know any four-year-olds. I have a four-year-old son. He's very, very, (laughs) very spry, very active, very like I had to tell him a hundred times, like, dude, slow down. You got to calm down, down, quiet down, you know. So, I mean, for if anything, your your podcast is just getting going. Like, right. The the podcast being four years old, you're right, is an indicator that it's actually at max energy uh, around this time. Uh, the problem is we uh, we all started podcasting in our mid sixties, so you know. Oh uh, we're yes, all, of course. Yeah, yeah, we're all we're all on death's door. Um, but uh, Adrian, um, I uh, uh, how are you, pal? You doing okay? I'm, I'm doing great, man. I'm glad to be here. Congratulations on just hitting two hundred. Oh, that's very sweet yes. of you. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, good, uh, let me so make good. sure. That, let me make sure this is. Uh, it is hooked up here. Okay, here we go. And boop. Is <laughs> that at the center of it all, uh, Adrian Holmes? <laughs> oh, it's been a minute since I've heard that. It's been a minute. I kind of forgot what it was. Um, and then Garrett, uh, you're brand new to the show. Welcome. Uh, it's been a long time coming. We were we we've, we've been uh, I've been kind of itching to get you on. Um, and and this just ended up being the right time. But uh, I appreciate you joining. Are you ready for your 2022 sound effect? Yes, give it to me right now. All right. Find D. <laughs> It's perfect. Oh, I yeah. love it. Uh, the, the, the simpler the better, you know. I love um, it. Well, uh, uh, fellas, thank you so much for joining me today. I, 
I wasn't feeling so great at the at the start of the weekend uh, over on Friday, so I, uh, I I went to go see my PCP, my primary care provider, and uh, well, unfortunately, I'm on an HMO plan, so even though like I Oof. wanted Doctor Mario, I had to go see Doctor Luigi, and he wasn't even in in LA. <laughs> I had to I had to travel uh, to Sriracha <laughs> Island to uh, <laughs> to see Doctor Luigi, and uh, well, they ran some tests and. Uh, Unfortunately, I have uh, tested positive for, and I, I, this is so weird. I, I've never even heard of this. Have you guys heard of the coronavirus? Nice. It, it sounds, sounds, it sounds tasty. Familiar. Sounds tasty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It sounds uh, like a we, drink that I would be in, uh, you know, a beverage on the beach yeah. that I would be enjoying. That I might put a lime in or something. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, being that our leader is more uh, Metal Gear focused over at Super Gamer Boys, we call it Fox Die. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So if, yeah. if anybody uh, comes down with it, we say, oh, you got the fox die, huh? I <laughs> must have gotten too close to somebody else who had fox die. Mm-hmm. And that's what triggered what the is. fox die buried deep within my own genetic code. Exactly. It was your twin, your twin evil brother. It was my twin evil brother. <laughs> and I guess I must have ran into him at like a, a Disneyland or one of the many restaurants that I was going to just completely unmasked, free, free of care, thinking, thinking, mm. oh, I'll. Jeremy, you've never gotten it before, and you'll never get it. Skipping uh, joyously down yeah. Main Street. <laughs> yeah, just breathing in everybody's sneeze <laughs> and cough. Oh, your joy! I need it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's very weird. I, 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 uh, like my girlfriend got COVID, um, at least once. We think she got it twice, and I didn't um quarantine from her. I just we know we slept in the same bed. We're around each other, and uh, I never got it then. I never got it. Uh, I've been a, I've been exposed to multiple people who've had it, never gotten it, and well, I guess uh, I flew too close to the sun, fellas. Pride <laughs> so comes got, before got, fall. I've got, heard. Cocky, got cocky. Got cocky. <laughs> Happens to the best of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, it's not gonna. I'm not gonna let it. Uh, I'm not gonna let it get me down. I'm not gonna let it uh, affect. Um, affect this episode because this is a big one. This is an important episode. Um it's a topic that I've that has come up obviously a million times on this show, but I've never really just sat down and discussed like the idea of video game delays from like every different angle, you know? Like I really want to uh and and that'll be uh the uh the main event of today's episode is uh the Super Gamer Boys are like myself, you know, deeply entrenched in video game culture we love the stuff we're playing new stuff all the time um and uh you know these guys are our residence experts they really know their stuff here so i'm i'm mm. going to uh I, I i couldn't pick a better team to talk to, to about uh well just delays and like do we do we care you know what are our feelings around video game delays um, um okay. but before we get into that i gotta hear because i'm a pervert for this stuff what are you guys playing? <laughs> what are you guys playing? I gotta know, Adrian. Let's start with you. Okay, uh, so I somehow got sucked into the world of Dragon Quest Builders. I, oh, yeah, I am a huge Dragon Quest fan proper, and I just I don't know what it was. You know, Dragon Quest works for me minecraft works for me but for some reason i just thought uh i don't really get the i'm not really getting the peanut butter chocolate vibe from this and turns out <laughs> it was reese's all along yeah. it was reese's all along it yeah. works perfectly it's Dang. it's just the right amount of both of those things together and it still kind of mm-hmm. feels like 
it exists in the mythos of Dragon Quest. So I'm loving yeah. it. Well, are you playing the uh, the the first game or are you playing the mm-hmm. second game? Oh, the, the first, first game. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, I remember playing the demo of that game on Switch and just being like, it was like, I could either buy this and this will be my whole life now. <laughs> or I could just wait and, you know, and, and until I have like a free month of just like nothing coming out. Because I remember yeah. li- liking it that much thinking, oh, my gosh, this is just excellent. Yeah, you're you're right on the money. Uh, because this is literally pretty much all I've been playing. So yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. What are you playing it on? Uh, Vita. Oh, it's on Vita. Hmm. What the h? Yeah. That's crazy. I love that. <laughs> that's that's now, uh, Plus, you're busting out the Vita. Yeah, I, I gotta that's, keep. I gotta give it some I, kind of use. That's yeah. what I was gonna say. Like, isn't it on Switch? Like, you could be playing on 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 your Switch, big screen, nice. Yeah, Instead, big. you're playing on this little little. I could, I could. Vita you're screen, you're absolutely you know? right. I could be doing that, but it's also on Vita. <laughs> <laughs> having having never owned a Vita, like I. I, I I love it just because I'm a PlayStation fanboy. If you can't tell by my background here, yeah, uh, we got a little uh, triangle, X, circle, yeah. and square. I got, I got the sacred symbols the over there. Yeah, um, symbols. <laughs> Appreciate you calling it X. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, what is it? Cross. cross? Yeah. Cross. Yeah. Get out of here. It's not cross. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, it's one of those things like, okay, yeah, Vita's cool, but I've never owned one. But like, but why? Like when you have the Switch, it's better, right? It's easier to pull. Well, up, up until I guess what? A year and a half ago, I could have said, well, it's got OLED and mm. it's a lot easier to get out of my bag and put away. Mm. So, and I it, also and think it, little, I, little more I, portable. Like, Switch or Vita has so many great exclusives mm-hmm. to it. Mm. Um, so, you know, that's like, uh, I guess I, 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 I'm playing Dragon Quest Builders. I didn't know it was on Vita. That is interesting. I might want to look at it on Vita. I was going to say, maybe I'd probably look at play it, it and on play Switch. It. Right. Play it on Switch. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's amazing though. I mean, heck, I, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna complain that you're getting some Vita time in though. That's, uh, that's. That's a good. That's that's good time. Any time yes. with Vita is good time. Um, Garrett, what about you, buddy? What are you Sony playing? Sony doesn't seem to think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I I'm agree. actually kind of surprised you've never. Have you ever played on a Vita at all, Garrett? Um. So, what was it? Maybe like eight or nine years ago. Uh, I was at my ex girlfriend's house for Christmas one year, and her brother got one, and he needed help <laughs> setting it up. And I did, I did. I set it up, and I handed it to him, and I never touched or saw one again, basically. Oh, so, man. yeah, no, never. <laughs> mm, yeah, well, maybe one day, you know, who knows? If, if you're, you know, you'll you'll find yourself maybe one day like uh, bored of all this modern gaming nonsense and being like, I want to play some, I want to play some old junk, some freak stuff, some real, like me. yeah, I want to play a, a a visual novel that's just super horny. I want to I want to play uh, Rampa, you know. Um, who I was knows? gonna say that's like sixty percent of the Vita library. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah there, there it's you dirty go. graphic novels. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but they yeah. play them perfect. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. And, and with that OLED screen, you can see yes. every pixel. Um, so what have you been playing? <laughs> I have been playing my Nintendo Switch. Um, I recently upgraded to the Switch OLED, which has been fantastic. Um, I uh, For the longest time, I was like, ah, I don't need to upgrade. Like, Mine's just fine. I had a launch model. I'm like, it's fine. It looks great. It works. And then I got to the point where I'm like, you know what? Like I had a few things I could trade into GameStop. I traded in my old console, like just dumped it all and got it for like 
half the price basically. So Whoa. dirt cheap upgrade. And when I got home and turned that on, holy smokes, it's a Whoa. game changer. And what game I've been playing on there, which is the perfect game for it, uh, is Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Ah, Let me tell you, that game amazing. is so like graphically, it's already like looks good too. Like just like the like the cutscenes in the world, like it's beautifully rendered, beautifully designed. And then the colors just pop on that OLED screen. It is, oh man, so good. But I've been uh, just ravenously playing through Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Uh, and I, I don't know what, what kind of, well, I, I do know a friend of mine recently got the Switch and he's like, what games do I need to play? And I just went through my homepage and like listed like 20 games, like all of these, like dump these. And I yeah, have like 20, yeah. I have 20 more for you once you play those. Like, let me know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, the easy way would have been to just start them off with the new trilogy. Yeah. Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey, Metroid mm. Dread. I, I, oh, so he, oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's, that's, that's a good one. Um, but I mentioned that because I knew he loves like tactic games, like Final Fantasy Tactics. And he's like, there's. He's he's told me multiple times like I love these types of games. Man I'm taste. like I'm like play Mario yeah. plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. He's like all right like fine. That looks kind of weird. Um, he tried it and immediately texted me like dude this game is incredible top notch right. you know triple A <laughs> like fantastic. Thank you for this recommendation. So I jump back into it and oh man I am like head over heels for it. Uh, fall in love with these little goofy characters and uh i and now with the sequel coming out this year i'm like i gotta beat it like i never beat it the first time around i played through it when i first got it never finished it. i'm like no i gotta finish it so i can play the sequel when it comes out this fall so yeah been playing a lot of that it's been a blast man i'm uh <clears throat> i was in a similar boat like i started uh playing uh mario versus rabbits kingdom kingdom battle like uh for the first time last week like mm, just okay just, out of whim, kind of like downloaded it. Um, <clears throat> sorry, COVID. Naomi, uh, Naomi, he needs another shot. I need a shot. <laughs> Give me a shot. Um, it was, and it's, and it's amazing. I, I love um, anytime Nintendo. We get to see Nintendo through the lens of another developer, like mm -hmm. Ubisoft. You know, it's like, oh, this Mario looks a little different. I like it. Yeah. You know. Uh, plus the colors, like you said, are are great. I love that like world they established too. Of just like, what if yeah. rabbits and and the mushroom kingdom just like, like just like boom, they just Smushed splice together. together. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Like it's not even like a like subtle. It's just right. like they literally just threw like two the the two worlds at each other and whatever mess came out of it. And that's what's fantastic about it. It's, it's like it's it's, it's so it's so it's just so rabid. It's like so on brand for that. Which I don't know if you guys ever played you know uh, Rayman Raving Rabbids on the Wii when it first came out. Like that game's a classic. Like you need to play that game. Like that's what the game that started it all. So good. So I've I've been a fan of rabbits for years. And when they brought it to Mario, you're the like, one guy. You're the I was guy. Say, okay. yeah, I'm the you're one the guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, you, you guys. How were, are they were, not minions? Are they not yeah. minions? They're not minions. They're better than minions. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. When when you guys were back on the Wii playing your Mario parties or Mario Karts, or whatever. Mm -hmm. I, me and my family were spending hundreds of hours playing Rayman Raving Rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> that is wild. I love uh, it. So um, I uh, I got that Klonoa collection. I played through uh, both of those, just like eviscerated them. Ooh, baby. Like I, I got it on like whatever it was, like Thursday evening, and just like by Saturday afternoon, I had beaten both games. I just freaking, wow. I freaking love this stuff, man. Is Have it, you guys is ever it played worth Klonoa? the rebuy? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay. Um, but you can also like wish list it, you know, and like wait for it to go down a little bit, like mm -hmm. uh, especially if you're not like a a huge fan of Klonoa already. Like I love these games and I never got, well, I love the first one and I played it several times, 
Mm-hmm. I've never played the second one. So this was a huge treat. And I like played through the entire first game and just like gearing up, getting ready for like what my real meal was going to be, which is like playing that second game. And mm. it did not disappoint. It is just oh, like phew. everything that's great about the first game, just with a lot more stuff. Um, yeah. Cause that game came out on the PlayStation two and it wasn't very popular. And I remember like, it being on demo discs. I feel like I've yeah. played a demo for it before. Yeah. But that was about as far as far as I get. Yeah, and I think like um like now you go on eBay to try to find a copy of it and it's like one of those like super expensive, super rare in box. Oh, games. was it a uh, low print? I think so. I think so. I mean, I don't know. I I just I just remember wow. like playing through Klonoa 1 being like, I'm going to buy Klonoa 2. I'm just going to go get it on eBay and it being like over no, I'm not. Actually. It was like, no, I guess I'm not really gonna do this. Um, yeah. but those games are great. Speaking of Rayman, Klonoa is Klonoa and Rayman are very similar. Actually, they like both do the same move where they like grab stuff, and then like you use what you're grabbing to like jump, propel higher you, and propel you, and uh, jump higher and stuff. I yeah, see. yeah. So like mechanically, they're very, they're very similar. Man, interesting. Love, love, love some Klonoa. Love me some okay. Klonoa. Um, and then, yeah, uh, uh, during my little COVID stint here, I've been, uh, doing what I do anytime I get sick. And that is just throwing on that N64, baby. It is, uh, it is the Nintendo food. Yeah. Just very, just (laughs) anything. Yes. Something, uh, yeah. Very, very comfort food. Um, but I'm playing on the switch now, which is great. Like, uh, I feel like, um, I feel like I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting used to this, uh, Nintendo 64 switch stuff. Okay. Like at first it was um, just wild but now i'm like in the tub i've kind of like soaking in it and i'm like this ain't so bad i got i got one of those controllers which is great oh, okay you're oh, all okay. in i'm all in i'm all in <laughs> i just i just did uh jabu jabu's belly in ocarina of time so you know we we got there it took a while you, but we got there do you feel like it's starting to be time are you considering retiring your your actual hardware or no no okay no because i gotta play <laughs> don't I, be ridiculous don't adrian be ridiculous. no well i mean some for some people you know they box it back up and they put it back in the attic because you know the new thing those, is there not with those games those ports on switch there's just like no like as, <laughs> as as much as they are convenient like first of all the n64 is like one of the most aesthetically pleasing consoles like i, mm-hmm. I do like just having it like on the shelf to look at right. but also there's like there's like a ton of games that will never come to that service that are mm-hmm. great you know like um golden eye snowboard kids <laughs> beetle adventure <laughs> racing you know there's a ton of stuff um golden eye yeah golden eye will never come um but yeah that's great i'll you know just doing a little mario 64 doing a little ocarina pokemon pretty much muscle memory on at this point too. yeah 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 Oh man, did you? Are you guys Pokemon Snap fans? Do you guys like absolutely? Yeah, yeah. And, and that's I never, now. I never played the original. I never had an N sixty four as a kid. It wasn't something Whoa. like I, I had. A, I had like a friend who had one once in a while, and I got to go over to his house. I got to play, but got I it. never touched an N sixty four until like. I, well, honestly, yeah. Other than you know, a couple times at his house, like I haven't touched one in years. It's, it, oh, wow. it, so really, my my main exposure is either through like yeah, switch online services, or when they kind of remaster or bring something back, or yeah. you know, an emulator once in a while. But <laughs> I I'm didn't a say fan. that. You I'm didn't hear that. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, we're pro emulation on this. Okay. Uh, all right. On all this right. Podcast. Yeah. We're 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 and and like, as a lot are we. Of, 
a lot of people say like that they are into emulation for like game preservation and like mm -hmm. you know because these companies tend to be irresponsible and that's not why we are pro emulation on this show we're just we're pro thievery <laughs> <laughs> I kid, I kid. Right. Uh, why don't we talk about the news? Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> um, so there's actually a ton of Nintendo news this week, which is most of the news I found was Nintendo news. Um, Bayonetta 3 has a release date. Yes. You guys excited about Bayonetta 3? Anyone Bayonetta Absolutely. fan? Yeah, I'm a huge Bayonetta fan. I'm playing through 2 right now as well, which is... Okay. Yeah. I want. I want to hear your thoughts about that when you get done. Oh yeah, great. I mean, I played it before. I, I oh, love okay, it. I'm, okay. I'm just going through it again. It's just, it's just uh, all those. Um, uh, it's such a jump from one. Yeah, it's like yeah. One is is really is like it's a really good foundation, and then two just takes everything to turns so, it up to twelve. It's it's why Garrett, have you tried this this bayonetta stuff? I I have not. No, I yeah. and it's been something that I've always like thought about dipping my toes in because mm -hmm. I have lots of friends who are like, oh, this is a great game. It's a fun game. They're stoked about the third one coming out. You got to play it in your office. But you can't play it in the house. <laughs> I can't play it. I can't, I can't play it in bed next to my wife. I mean, it's <laughs> next like, to your wife. That's fine. I'm saying you oh, right, got to. Right. Oh, around the kids. So the, yeah. Yeah. Um, Unless you want your kids to ask questions like, is her <laughs> clothes made of hair? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, that, I mean, that's what I was going to kind of ask. Like what for someone like me who hasn't touched it and has only seen it like through trailers and stuff like that, like what? Can, can can you guys convince me, or or what, what would yeah. be not or not convince me, but what would be your uh, 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 some reasoning to why I should give it a shot? Like what what's something that you like about it, or you think I would like about it that, that I should try it out? Um, the first thing I would say is like, uh, so it's a platinum game. So okay. platinum, I, have you played any platinum games, Garrett? Like uh, near Automata or. Uh, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, or I, I've played, I've played that one. I think okay. that's probably the only game of theirs I played. <laughs> so Metal Gear Rising Revengeance and Bayonetta, like they share, they all share the same vibe of like, mm. this is just a video game ass video game. Like this is like, the story is 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 not really what they're going to be focusing on. It's going to be the action. It's going to be the spectacle. There's going to be a lot of explosions, a lot of like uh, high level CG stuff, a lot of like. You know, right in like running up the wall of a building as it's exploding, like right. that's okay. what that's the vibe of like Bayonetta okay. as well. Right. So it's it's uh it's it's a different kind of game, like style of game of, of just like where it shifts its focus from what would normally be like maybe like I don't know like a story or character development into just like pure action. Adrian, what do you think? And boy, is it over the top. The <laughs> yeah. protagonist of this series, she uses four guns. So she uses two in her hands and two in that are in the heels of her shoes. All right. I, I, All right. I, I'm, yeah. That's just the starting point, of course. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and I, I don't know. It's just, it's kind of like, it, it's jumping off of what Jeremy said. It's, it's really over the top, but in a good way. It feels like, I don't know. Did you ever play Devil May Cry? I, yeah, I've, I've played a little bit of that. Yes. Okay. So think about, you know, there's there's some scenes in Devil May Cry where it's like he's twirling. I don't know, just for making up an example's sake, he's twirling a, 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 a knife between his fingers and all of a sudden he flicks it up and then kicks it into a, a demon's throat or something like that. Mm -hmm. Like a jump spin kick. It's like that, but with gigantic demons as the weapons. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. The lore of it is just also just so fun because it's 
playing off of like traditional like Catholic or Christian imagery of like angels and demons and like the other worlds that they all the plane that they all exist on and like Bayonetta can kind of travel in between them and stuff and as somebody who like was like raised uh like like in a Bible church scenario, like I recognize like, Oh, a ton of like, Oh, this demon's name is this, or this mm-hmm. angel's name is this. Like, hmm. so you can kind of nerd out on that stuff as well. Interesting. Um, Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Really tight gameplay. Really cool aesthetic. I yeah. Would, uh, yeah. Go for it. Yeah. It's right. short too. Like these games really can't be long. Cause they're like so high octane, you know? So like, you know, <laughs> we're we'll talking burn like, you out. Yeah. Eight to 10 hour campaigns, you know, really fun. Uh, if you get it on Switch, it gives you both Bayonetta 1 and 2, which is pretty cool. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, cool, like cool. You get sweet Nintendo costumes. Yeah, and you, yeah, and you can dress up like uh, Princess Peach or Samus. Princess Zelda <laughs> or Samus. Yeah, you can be <laughs> Samus in that. That's right. Yeah. Um, we got some more Nintendo stuff. Kirby Dream Buffet got announced it's like their fall guys but with like oh, kirby yeah, yeah. This. this game looks so good i'm so excited for this <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it's straight up like mar uh, uh not mario party a little bit it looks like there's some little mini games but yeah it's really fall guys type type stuff but it's all kirby's and food and cute little like yeah uh, environments and stuff from i didn't i didn't did they just nowhere. drop this sort of like out of nowhere yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's oh. it's even more odd because I feel like Nintendo never straight up just ape stuff like this. Mm. Like like they clearly saw Fall Guys and said, let's do something like that. I don't think they normally yeah. do that. They usually do their own thing. So, right. It must huh. have been just that powerful and that influential on Nintendo that they said we can do this. So Kirby's the perfect IP to do that with, too. Yeah. You know, oh, like yeah. the fall guys already kind of look like Kirby's. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, Nintendo will continue to recognize same sex uh, relationships. This was like this. This is a legitimate headline. I guess Japanese lawmakers revealed last month that the country's ban on same sex marriage will remain in place, upholding its archaic record of being the only country in the G7 in which marrying somebody of the same sex is illegal. Nintendo has been opposing this law for a while and will continue to do so. I mean, I guess Which, when you're just like a Disney level corporation who can exist almost outside of any country or law, you can kind of just say and do whatever you want. That's that's right. great. Yeah. Well, that, which is it's it's weird for Japan, I guess, because I feel like the idea of of that of same sex couples is like normal in society so mm-hmm. why is the federal law yeah ba- uh, you know super banning weird. that it's yeah 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 it's like the it's yeah I, it's 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 very strange and it's really sad like um, there's whole genres of literature <laughs> that, yeah right that yeah yeah focus on that so i don't know that's weird yeah yes it's, it's definitely super but, weird you know right on nintendo for doing that for sure yeah you know i mean it's it's a situation where I, I, I mean, not to not to be super overly cynical about it, but it's like these corporations are global corporations now mm-hmm. at this point. So they know the entire eyes and all the business they get from all these other markets is is very much going to be affected by how they handle whatever. It's like it just reminds me of like the number of corporations that would speak out against America when when things go wrong. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the, like bad when bad things happen. Uh, good on them. Uh, good for you, Nintendo. 
What about uh, now? Oh. Fix your online. Yeah, yeah, fix your online, and then uh, <laughs> and, we'll, and then and then we'll throw you a party. Um, uh, what about? Oh, there was one additional thing. Oh, they started an animation studio. Did you guys? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Did you guys hear about this? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know they if I got that. Wire, uh, it looks like Dynam Pictures, um, and renames it to Nintendo Pictures. So we I forgot what they did work on before, though. They they did some work for them before. I think Dynamic? it was Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Oh yeah, because there's an anime for that, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh. So they they did some kind of mocap work for for Nintendo before, and they were like, "All right, we'll take it." I <laughs> I think this is a long time coming. Like Nintendo getting into like the making shows and films and you know streaming they, stuff it's so weird that they haven't i know they have yeah. so many ip over over the years and it's just sitting there when they don't yeah. make a game with it yeah they have all this ip to to just and everyone's i've been asking for it for years and years and years like why 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 haven't they yeah. like and it, what, what little they have done like they, yeah they they you know send it out to other people to work on it's like why not just have your own in-house nintendo's big enough like become become the yeah. next disney you know <laughs> just do yeah. it all like why not like you can they do have some billions of stuff. dollars in capital just yeah. sitting they do have something with they it. have pokemon <laughs> 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 that right exactly. that alone um it is called dynamo pictures by the way dynamo i i the uh the logo uh the O in Dynamo looked. I didn't. It looks like a bullseye, but I didn't know mm. that, that was still part of the word. <laughs> gotcha. Um, yeah. Like, what's a show you guys would want to see them do if they were gonna if they were gonna put out uh, out like a streaming show, like a season of uh, one of their one of their IPs? I think. Uh, I think Golden Mario's, Sun. Golden Sun. I think Golden Sun would be a really good like animated see like anime though. Yeah, that'd be great. I could see that working out. Yeah, uh, that could be really good. Yeah, I would love a Legend of Zelda series, but I picture it almost like a Samurai Jack, where he's just like the silent, like going around, Dude. just like fighting things each episode. Dude. Like I think I that would be that. sick. Like I don't, Let's I don't even write this it doesn't pilot. Even, yeah, it doesn't even necessarily have to be like that art style, but yeah, still, but that just that type of show. Like I think yeah. that would be perfect for Legend I, of Zelda. I've had the literal same idea. <laughs> I've, I've thought, I've thought, I've, I've thought, literally Samurai Jack would be perfect. Like how he kind of like Mad Max, like comes into other people's stories you know it's, it's yeah. him helping other people out yeah that would be awesome and that show proved you don't have to have dialogue to tell a story like right no, not at all yeah there were entire <laughs> arcs where he maybe said three words right <laughs> yeah um i think uh just a a sci-fi horror show as uh for metroid would be great yeah that's like right up the alley i feel like i would love that i i I would love that i think that'd be great yeah move over aliens we want metroid yeah (laughs) exactly (laughs) i think i think a a donkey kong um shorts though Mm -hmm. like like maybe five six minute shorts but like make it really wacky yeah i don't know if you guys have seen the new uh mickey mouse cartoons they're Mm -hmm. like the shorts that are like five to six minutes but they let know. they pretty much let them do whatever they want with the characters, and they like they do slapsticky cartoon physics and stuff like that. I really think Donkey Kong and his cast of characters can work really well in that because you don't need necessary. It has just enough lore to where if you wanted to pull from old villains or new villains, you could do that. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to be Donkey Kong in it. There could be other Kongs that star in the shorts. I think that could work really well. That would be tight. Yeah, I would love that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, some sort of like really goofy anime, F Zero anime, I think would be fun. <laughs> like with all those weird freak characters they have in that. Yeah. Like uh, I don't know if you guys ever played uh, the GameCube F Zero. Oh, absolutely. But the that best one, one. It, that one is like an anime. It's yeah. like it's like all uh, these different. Okay. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's cool. I I could see that. I could see him doing that. Um, switching over to Sega for just a minute. Sega is uh gonna release its second mini console. Uh, in North America in October. Boy, you guys was ready I, for this? <laughs> was I was I bummed out about that? I was crossing everything, hoping I was like, "Oh, here it comes! Here comes the Dreamcast! Here it comes!" Oh, no. nah. They'll, but do you think they'll get there though? Because they're they're doing like uh, Sega CD stuff on this. Yeah, I think they're trying to do this so they can wrap all of this generation up of it and then move on. Because they're not going to do Saturn. Saturn flopped hard. You don't Everywhere think except do Japan. Mm-mm. Oh man, I, I, I just don't. I want a Saturn one. That's <laughs> what I want Saturn though. I mean, Saturn caused so much damage for them as yeah. far as their their brand and being able to make you know have have that Sega name be trusted everywhere. I just feel like they probably want to try to get as far away from that as possible. Do you think they would ever do something like a Saturn collection? Yeah. I can see that. Like instead of like just putting out a mini, because like I would love a, a like a central place. I have a Saturn, but instead of having to pull it down, hook it all up, blah blah blah, mm-hmm. it'd be great if I had something on Switch that was just like, you know, the Panzer Dragoon games and Knights and Shining Force Three. And I mean, you if, know. if if they did a Genesis collection, I don't see what's stopping them from doing a a yeah. Saturn collection. So. I mean, because there's 32x stuff in that one, right? In the in the Genesis connection on Switch, there might be. Yeah, there. I think there's definitely going to be a couple of. Uh, yeah, there's good. Yeah, on this, it looks like there's going to be more Genesis stuff and then some uh, Sega CD stuff. And mm-hmm. the Sega CD stuff is good. You're going to get Sonic uh, CD, which is one of the better, better. <laughs> so, so, Sonic games. Yeah, um, uh, you're going to get Shining in Darkness. You're going to get Shining Force CD. Rolling Thunder 2. Yeah. Outrun. We're going to get some good stuff here. You guys going to get this? Do you guys have the other one? I have the original one, yeah. but I already have all of this loaded up on the original one, so I don't need Yeah, this right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I I got a uh I got one of those analog mega SGs. Ooh. For Genesis. Wow. And original it plays hardware. It plays uh Sega CD stuff too. Ooh. through nefarious means you know <laughs> and uh, oh i'm picking up what you're putting down and once and once i got that and the analog super nt the super nintendo one it's like it's like i, I now these mini consoles are just sort of like shelf candy like i don't mm. actually plug them in that much anymore you know i get you yeah um it's, uh, it's something about those are the ones you have to have the carts for right yeah um yeah yeah you could, yeah, the carts or like, uh, like Other an, means. an EverDrive or something. Now that's the that's the big bank breaker right there. Those EverDrives, good grief. Have you looked at any of those? Have you, are you They're guys like EverDrive people? Bucks. Yeah, yeah. Now that's uh, wait, EverDrive is that an actual uh, like the console or is that the the cart? No, it, I've, seen, I've seen the cartridges that are. Yeah, is that what the carts. EverDrive? Okay, yeah. You can pretty much load the whole library on there if you wanted to, but right. the thing itself, just because of demand recently. Yeah. You know, everybody's been like 
trying to get game stuff and the the value of everything is going up. So even just the standard EverDrive is like at least 150 bucks at this point. Oh Jeez. yeah, and it, I think it's like in in I think they're they ship out of Ukraine too. So there there's like a uh, so good luck like getting a, one. I know there's been like a huge back order in like and like getting this. I have I have a I have few EverDrives. I have the N64 one. I have this the the Genesis one. I have the Super Nintendo one, and I have the GBA one. <laughs> Dang, I love gonna... this stuff. I love them. Yeah, <laughs> they're probably gonna send you an email uh, if you order one now, Gary, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, it's gonna be a slight delay in that." Um... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, well. uh, they're great though. I definitely recommend them. They work. They work great. That's what okay. I've heard. Yeah. Um, nothing really new came out this weekend, by the way. Did you guys uh anything that did you anything that that came out that you guys were excited about this weekend? Uh Escape Academy. Okay. Yes. Yes. Tell me about that, Escape Academy. That was a game we saw at uh it was one of the directs either it was Wholesome or was that the uh the Day of the Devs? I forget which one. I think it was Day of the Devs. Day of the Devs. Um yeah. I I cuz I think it's made by IM8 bit mm-hmm. or at least produced by them. Yeah. So so yeah, so Day of the Devs um it's an escape room game, but it's, you know, instead of just, you know, going room to room, that's it. Boring old kind of like, not boring. I take that back. It's very, <laughs> you know, it's just been done before. It's not, it's not the, this tired old thing that's just been done before with escape room games. They put it in this world of an RPG where you're actually at the school. It's essentially Hogwarts for escape rooms. <laughs> like you oh. go, so like outside of the escape rooms, you're like building relationships and you know talking with people, doing some missions and side quests. But then yeah, there's like these uh, different worlds and uh, missions and escape rooms that you go into, and you're kind of learning how to build or uh, and or get in and out of them, uh, and. Uh, I've not played it yet. I got it's on Game Pass. I didn't realize oh, cool. it was coming to Game Pass, so I was ready to buy this thing day one. And then I was they announced, okay, it's out today and it's on Game Pass. I'm like, yes, yeah, thank you. Perfect. So I installed that. And it's co-op too, like up to four players. So yep. hopefully, me and Adrian that can hook bad. up some time. Yeah, I'm hoping me and Adrian can hook up some time and play it, and a couple other people. So if you're interested, download yeah. it. Let us know. Game. Maybe the three of us. Yeah, I would love to. Uh, we'll get. Uh, we'll get. Yeah, we'll try to get a fourth person too. I'm after after Shredder's Revenge this year. I'm like, I've got the co-op bug. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> it's time to time to it's time to play all games co-op. Um, yeah, like uh, the only other game I'm looking at on this list of games that came out is uh, actually a few days ago. This game Madison came out. Have you heard of this? It's like horror game, survival horror game, Madison. Can't no. say I have. What's the yeah. what's the premise? I don't I don't even I don't even really know. I just know that it's uh got pretty good reviews for a survival horror game. Seven point five on Game Informer, not bad. Oh wow, not too shabby. Yeah, like I like me a good survival horror game. Um. Oh yeah. All right. Well, I guess that'll do it for the news. <laughs> um. Folks, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about video game delays. Stay tuned. (laughs) 
If you like video games, there's a good chance at least one holds a special place in your heart, making your insides feel fuzzy in the best of ways. And oftentimes, it's about more than just the game itself. I'm Connor McCabe, and I host the Call Me By Your Game podcast, where on each episode, I hear from a guest about a special video game from their past. Join me each week as I hear from some of the sweetest actors, funniest comedians, and most lovely video game people around about what makes video games personal and the memories they have tied with them. Find us wherever you get your podcasts, and maybe someday you'll even call me by your game. Back to video games and comedy show. I'm your host Jer- uh, Jeremy Schmidt, and I'm here with Adrian Holmes and Garrett Morlang. How are you fellas doing? Doing great. How doing are you good. feeling in your bodies? How are you feeling in your your mind and your soul? Oh, mind's like a steel trap, you know. Very, yeah. Body's got cool. the the occasional creak here and there, but right, it's still working. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then I continue to be in uh, extreme uh, anguish and pain, but it will uh, <laughs> not. Uh, it will not stop me from uh, from hosting an episode of Video Games and Comedy Show for you, lovable listeners out there. Oh, I love you guys. Um, we have uh the topic for today. I just I want to talk about video game delays. Um, I feel like uh, you guys might have some interesting insight and perspective on this. Um, I guess I'll I'll kick us off with uh. Video game delays to me are like this like really I mean if if you're really looking forward to a game and it's coming out soon, right? It's it, it obviously there's you're going to feel one way or the other if it gets delayed. Mhm. But I I'm like I've never been that upset when a video game got delayed. I don't know how 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 how, are, how what is your general feelings and thoughts around video game delays? You want to go, uh, Adrian? Okay. Uh, I mean, so if it's something that I've really really been looking forward to, there's definitely that short moment of like, oh man, you know, I I had this this gap of time in mind i took time I had, off of work he, he, well, no one I, I stood I, in line for halo 2 uh, yeah. yeah yeah um i i feel terrible for the people who did that where they like took that day off of work and then all for of a cyberpunk sudden cyberpunk or whatever yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it got delayed and then they did it again and it got delayed again yeah. it's like oh right tough luck bud yeah um but there's definitely that short amount of time where if it's something i'm really looking forward to it's kind of a, a bummer but then yeah. i also realize that i have a backlog so large yeah. that i probably <laughs> won't be able to finish it um in my lifetime so <laughs> i can so i can go back and pick from anything from there and just play that until the new thing comes out which is probably more than likely going to end up in that backlog too so that's the way i justify it and and mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it'll get here when it gets here yeah so. I mean, uh, most of the time, it seems to be the case that like the reason for a game delay is usually the devs need to iron some more things out. Like they're continuing to work on it; they want to get it right. They don't want to just launch a Bethesda product, you know, that's just broken and <laughs> janky and falling apart. Or um, sometimes they do, you know, or or yeah. they do if they're Bethesda. Uh, but <laughs> I guess, like you know, as much as I've never cared really that a game has been delayed, or it's never really bothered me that much i to play devil's advocate for just a second on like the people who do get upset like there is this thing about like 
why do we need to ever delay a game? Like, why why is it the industry standard to announce something and give a release date so far in advance? And then by the time we get to the date and they're not ready to go, I mean, they have to inevitably delay it. I guess that's maybe my, like, where I'm coming from and more like my, like, my just confusion over the entire... It, I know it's part of the marketing machine to, like, always want to, like, to, like, have fans, like, hanging on the edge of their seat. Oh, it's coming up soon. It's coming up this month. I'm going to pre-order it, blah, blah, blah. You know, they want to secure pre-orders. But if they didn't give us a release date, they would never have to delay a game until they were absolutely ready to pull. Do you guys get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the biggest the biggest reason to do that is not necessarily for your audience, it's for your shareholders. That's what I was going to say. Like investors oh. and stuff, I wonder. Like, because if you never get a release date, they're like, why am I going to invest? Like, you could just never release it. It could be 10 years <laughs> and wow. we never see this game. I need like, to know when my return is coming. Right. Yeah, like like Cyberpunk, eventually they just launched it after like how like a decade or whatever it was in development and it still was bad, but I mean <laughs> they 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 pushed it and pushed yeah. it and pushed it and it's finally like the shareholders just had enough because they, there was no release date. So I yeah. imagine that's probably why it happens most of the time. But still like hmm. uh, I don't know. It's it's not a great system. <laughs> yeah, and I just wonder if like do you think so you think like the whole like marketing machine part of it in like giving that hard release date that like goes out to like all the different like you know news media outlets like that's part of the shareholder trust like exchange well, there do you it's, think it's, or- it's probably a little both it's probably yeah. like I, I like i think it's not one or the other it, it really is like like you were saying i think you you nailed it at the head yeah the I can't even I say nailed that. that head. Nailhead you analogy. Nailed, you you yeah. nailed that head so hard. <laughs> uh, uh, with with yeah, the whole like obviously they want to get your money, they want to get the pre-orders and stuff like that. Yeah. But I I think like on the other side of that coin is there another I got that one right that time. <laughs> on the other heads, side of the coin, by the way, is the side of a coin. The head side. Yeah. Uh it's for those shareholders and investors and stuff like that. So I think it's kind of like two sides of the same coin kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I think like um, we, you know, I think like for us, you know, we engage with the with the gamer culture from this purview of like, you know, much more like reasonability. Like we're, we're like when we when we hear that like oh they're gonna delay a game, usually what that means, what that triggers in my mind is like oh, well that's good. Hopefully they're not like making their devs like crunch. You know, maybe they're they're giving yes. them some more time. They're like they're like trying to set up like better working environments and like that's something that I'm like like definitely all four and it kind of makes me excited like about an era of like game development where maybe people aren't going to be you know uh just like uh crunched to death to like to like have to make stuff that like and if something that wasn't isn't right that i can trust oh this development studio or this publisher they're gonna put it back in the lab and keep working on it and tooling it until it's better um yeah, great. But I there is obviously this subsect of people who when a game gets delayed, oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> it doesn't 
It doesn't make any sense. Like, it just blows my mind. Like, anytime a game gets delayed and you just see Twitter explode with hatred. Right. <laughs> like, uh, like when, when the uh, freaking developer has to put out a statement saying, like, hey, cool it. Stop you know, sending death threats and dick pics to our developers. Like, that's not cool. Like, that's, that's what's yeah. going on with God of War recently. Like, they did. They, they, well, they they, well, not because it got delayed, but just because they weren't announcing the date, uh, like a hard set date. And it's like, are you kidding me? Like, it's a freaking video game. Who cares? cares if it never comes out it's, right it's a fun thing we just do on the side like yes i love kratos and his little son but you know what <laughs> i also understand it's just a you know it's a stupid like video game animation story that like if i never get it's not like my life is going to go completely unfulfilled. I'm not going to be on my deathbed and be like, I wish I got <laughs> God of War Ragnarok. <laughs> I never got to see the end of the story. But what like, happened to Cloud? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. If we never get to the end of Final Fantasy VII, like, who cares? You I've know? already reserved it in my brain that I'm not going to see the end of that. There's that no whole, way that whole remake, uh, that whole remake franchise. I just, I'm just like, nope. You're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna die before you get to see it all. <laughs> Take it as it comes. Enjoy it as you get it. Uh, yeah. Make up the ending in your mind. Yeah, make up the ending in your mind. It'll probably be better <laughs> when, than what they come up with anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, that's 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 really interesting. Yeah, I I definitely think that like, you know, to Adrian's point, we have such massive backlogs that. Oh, there's another thing that happens when a game gets delayed where I just am like, good, great. Uh, I, I, I'm not ready <laughs> right. you know, for, I'm not, I'm, I'm not ready for breath of the wild too right now. Like the fact that that game got delayed, you know, I'll play it when I play it, but there's so much coming out that I'm excited about also. And certain games when they get delayed are like, you know, that game's going to take up your whole life. You know what I mean? So it's like, mm-hmm okay good you know like kicking that can down down the road just a little bit um do you think that the average consumer also has a pretty decent sized backlog at this point like not just gamer people like people who like love games but like like i think about my niece right and like she rolls up and she has her switch out and she's got like more games on that thing than i ever had super nintendo games and I think just like part of that is because they're like cheaper, you know, um, like indie games, you know, are like you can get a game for $10 these days. You can get a game. So I think, do you think, do you think in general more people just have access to lots of games? Um, I can't remember where I read this, but statistically the average person, I feel like only buys two to three games a year. Okay. So Still? I think so. Interesting. Um, and they're like usually the big tentpole stuff. Like that's usually what Madden. most people get. Call of NBA Duty, two K, and Call yeah. of Duty. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like when you buy that, and you you know you basically space every game out about four or five months, it's easy to to buy a game and get your fill of it. Yeah. So I don't know if they necessarily have the ability to create a backlog if they're completing every game that they buy, like you oh, and I and Garrett. We imagine, get like, imagine there's a steam <laughs> summer steam sale and I bought 30 games. Okay. Yeah, right. like, That's yeah. what I was going to say. I'm going to play and I two and Garrett, We just two. probably bought yeah. like 40 yeah. something games in the past three months because they <laughs> right. were all like five to $8. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and, and I would also offer that that rocks. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's but awesome. at the same time, yeah, we are, you know, maybe 10% 
of yeah. the the gaming market at this yeah, point. So right. right. Yeah, the other day I was uh there was a, an eShop sale and I just remember laughing as I was buying Ty the Tasmanian Tiger 1 and 2. <laughs> I was just laughing cuz I was like, you'll never ever even install these games. You won't even get them. You won't even get close to playing these. Um yeah, that's that's interesting. Um okay, so uh I have an article here pulled up that's every game delay in 2022. Um but before I go through any of that, do you guys uh do you guys have a game that you were really looking forward to that was supposed to come out this year that got delayed? Um one that I was kind of on the fence about, but I'm kind of slowly backing away from because it's kind of looking eh. The more I look at it is that Forspoken game. Oh, from right. Square Enix. Yeah. I liked the idea of it the first time I saw it and then the dialogue when I was watching the trailer was like really, really corny. And I was just like, eh. you know, you, you, I get it. It's, it's modern day dialogue in a fantasy, you know, old timey medieval setting. And it's just, it's not gelling for me. Yeah. Gotcha. So, so and that guy, and that got delayed to 2023, right? Yeah. It was supposed yeah. to come out late this year. It looked like a big, huge triple a game, which yeah. is interesting because it's also yeah. going to be a new IP. Yeah, it was on Unreal Five and everything. Yeah, wow, wow. So R.A.P. Though, yeah. guess we'll never, I guess we'll never know. Uh, Garrett, <laughs> what about you? Any uh, game delays uh, for you? Um, well, I mean, I, I mentioned God of War Ragnarok. I'm glad it actually is coming out this year. It's supposed to come yeah. out last year, though. It got delayed from right. last year to this year. But no, the big one that hit me this year uh, was Redfall, which is coming out oh. on Xbox, uh, being made by who is it? Arcane Studios. Right, um, and uh, it basically looks like a, a Left 4 Dead type game, but with vampires and like a really cool, like cartoony kind of art style to it. Um, I was so excited for that to come out this year. I was ready, you know, with the yeah. Xbox showcase happening. Like <laughs> they're gonna announce it. It's coming out. It's supposed to come out yeah. this, this summer, fall, or something. And then there, it was like a few days before they put out the statement. Like, yeah, it's getting delayed. It's like, no, please, right. why? So, that would have yeah, been if, if if it came out this year. That would have been amazing because they just put out um, Death Loop last year. Same studio and developer, right? Arcane. Yes. Yeah. I think so. Right. Yes. That would. Yes, I mean, that, that would have just been amazing to like get them both out in two years. You know. Yeah, um, that would have been great, dude. Death Loop was an incredible game. Did you guys both play that? I did. Yeah. Okay. Death Loop. I, I missed that one. Okay. Oh well, Adrian, do you have a PS5 yet? Oh yeah, it's only a PS5. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't have one on on moral grounds. It's a whole thing. Okay, gotcha. Um, well, it's on PC as well, I think. Right? Definitely. Is it? I I think it had like a timed exclusivity thing, and I don't know when or if it's gone up yet. But it might be either there or coming there, something like that. Okay. Well, when it comes to PC, I'll scoop it up. Heck yeah! It looks like it is on PC. Yeah. Oh, there okay, we go. Nice. Um, it's a great game. It it is really fun, really special. Um, I liked it. Uh, it was like a good middling game for last year too. It was like a perfect like summer game of just like oh. Um, now, I think people were, um, from what I understand, this was like everybody was saying, oh, this is a eleven out of ten. This is a, you know, this is a culture changing game. I, <laughs> I, turn the tide. Yeah, I don't necessarily feel like this is going to be that from some of the gameplay that I was seeing. Do you guys feel or do you agree with the consensus or It's like uh it's like a it's like a it's like BioShock. That's what it reminded me of a lot. 
That's yeah. a that's a high bar. Yeah, it's good. It's it's like great gameplay, a really fun system that you're like. There's just like, endless yeah. endless ways to customize your character and play the game. I mean, that's the whole point of it. Is like you have choices and you have like split second decisions you're making, ways you customize your character, what perks you're going to use, and so I think that's that's really where the 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 incredible part. It does have a neat story too. Like you get to the end, and yeah. it's all about time travel, weird goof, like time loop stuff, mm-hmm. um, and so. Yeah, the story is neat, but I think the fun comes from like you could do the same mission a million different ways. So yeah, I yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. I remember last year like really loving it. Great uh rogues gallery of fun bosses to like mm-hmm. head up against. Yeah. Um for me, my my big game delay uh that I was like uh that bummed me out was the Advanced Wars uh yeah. collection. Um that actually still has does not have a determined date. That was supposed to uh, really come out April eighth, twenty twenty two, and they delayed it. And we all get kind of why they delayed it is because of the war going yeah. on in Ukraine. They didn't want to. They didn't want to like put out something. I think that like just so that signaled that <laughs> like mm-hmm. so so directly. Um, but it's a bummer because I was Advance Wars rules. <laughs> yeah, Advance Wars rules. I was looking forward to playing it so much and like I and I didn't necessarily dig the art style from the trailers, but I was excited to give it a shot anyway, you know. Mm-hmm. Um I honestly can see Nintendo sitting on that until the conflict is resolved. Yeah. At this point. So Yeah. I could I could see that too. Yeah. I mean, it's done. It's not like it's a delay for production sake. It's it's done. But yeah. they're just sitting on And it. if it wasn't done before, it's definitely done now. It's done now. Just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it is July. Um, what are what is everyone's thoughts here on Breath of the Wild 2? Like, are you guys Breath of the Wild fan? Are, I mean, are you guys excited about this one? Is this a is this I don't know. Day let, me, one? let me go ask my, my 225 hour save. <laughs> 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 let me go and let me go and check with that, see if I'm a yeah, fan of Breath yeah. of the Wild. Ooh. What a game. That first and I, one. And I still hadn't found everything with all that time in there. Oh, yeah. That game I, is... I played it twice. I never do that. I never do that. You know, <laughs> one of the biggest criticisms that people who play that game is like, there's nothing in it. I'm like, what do you mean there's nothing That's in it? That's crazy. There's I don't nothing know. in it? Like I said, I'm playing Ocarina of Time again right now. That's a game where nothing's in it. I'll right. tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I still love it. Uh but it is empty. Uh, Garrett, is this a, is this a day one for you? Are you a fan of the breath of the wild stuff? Yeah, I, I, I love breath of the wild. That was like when I picked up switch at launch, that was, I mean, one, one of the few games that was even available. <laughs> I picked that up and, um, I absolutely adored it. I love the world. I love, uh, just all the fun little like goofy things you find out in the world, just the gameplay of everything. I still like to this day will like tinker with like the cooking mechanic. And it's just like, right. Oh, I didn't realize I could do like figure out different recipes and trying different things. And such a cool, cool, like, um, incredible, like just physics in, uh, like the, the engine in this game is absolutely insane. So I loved it. It was a fun little playground to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, of course, I want to jump into uh, some more of that. Like, get fresh new world. That'd be awesome. So, I, I, I hope, I hope they can stay on target and bring it to us next year. Like, obviously, I'm, I'm not. It was a bummer. It was delayed. But again, like, I think that we keep coming back to is like, hey, it just means it's gonna be better, right? right. Like, they obviously yeah. weren't where it wasn't where it needed to be. It's like, let's hang tight. And dude, if it can even match Breath of the Wild one and hopefully like exceed it there, oh man, I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah, because Breath of the Wild 1 is like, 
before the Switch. It like launches with the Switch, so it's like mm-hmm. and it's on the Wii U. And it's on yeah, the Wii. it was supposed yeah. to be a Wii U game. Yeah, that's where I played it first. Actually, is on the Wii. Oh wow! U. But it's like, oh, you're that guy. I'm the one. I'm the one person <laughs> who did it. Who did it that way? Uh, but uh, I'm thinking like um, they've had so much more time with the hardware now, so that they can probably make push it to the limit. Yeah. Push it. Yeah, yeah. The, oh, man. the Switch uh, fire, is really firing oh, that yeah, up on it? my Switch OLED. Oh, that's <laughs> really gorgeous. That's gonna look great. But I was noticing recently i was like the switch has really shown its age it's, it's at like, the limit it is time it's getting there like especially on your like big tv mm-hmm. like when you're seeing mm-hmm. like okay yeah. mario's hat you can like look at the outline of it and you're like oh, okay like, <laughs> we're, we're 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 like we're, we're like stitch, stitching things together with paper clips right now it's like uh <laughs> it's about time um it's it's okay. odd because i don't think Nintendo hardware has had to, I mean, it's always been able to stretch, I feel like, before this. And I think with Switch, this is the first time where I've actually seen, and I think the best example of this is the Hyrule Warriors game. Yeah. Where it's like, all right, you know, it, it just, this is not a, how can we make it, how can we design around this, or how can we use this constraint to our advantage? It's, it's just a straight up, we need a little more beef. And yeah, burrito. yeah, a little something, to, especially if you're gonna make a game like that. Like, mm-hmm. there's so many games where you can just like hide all the loading behind different walls and stuff. But like, Hyrule Warriors is a Muso game. It's like, why even make a Muso game? Right. Like, if, you, like, if you know it can't handle, that's it. gonna be hard. Yeah. Um, okay, Starfield. Anyone care about this game, Starfield? This is this is like a big. This is a big one. You want us to be real about it because we <laughs> yeah. have a kind of concerning opinion. oh please yeah because this, yeah. this was delayed from november 11th 2022 which admittedly was going to be like i feel like xbox's big first party game this year like how halo infinite and Forza some might, last year. some might say like the only one that's come on the new system you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah right right uh and now it's announced delayed to the first half of 2023 what are your thoughts take it away garrett uh we were very much excited for this game uh, until we saw the, the 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 gameplay that they revealed at uh, at, at their conference. Um, for us, we we watched that and we literally like, kind of turned to each other afterwards. If you can watch it on our YouTube channel, our reactor was kind of <laughs> like that. This is it. Like this oh, is no. looking pretty. This rough. is this is Fallout oh, in space. No. Like yeah. graphically, it's not quite what they hyped it up to be. Gameplay wise, it looks just as janky as like other Bethesda games. Like there's so much that we were again Oof. hyped up and kind of promised. And I don't know if it's quite like a No Man's Sky situation, but it's like there's definitely been some serious heat put behind this. Like no, this is the next best thing. Yeah, this is gonna blow your mind. This is this is outside of video games, guys. Like come on, like yeah. this is gonna change the world. And then they showed <laughs> gameplay, and we're like, it's Fallout oh, in space. Yeah, it's just it's kind Fallout. of a, uh, one it's of those. Fallout, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and there's a couple shots that were like, okay, graphically, like I can see it, but even for the most part, it's like, oh, it's still janky, like face animations and stuff like that. Right. Like zo- zooming in on the, on the character when you're having a right. dialogue with them. And it's like, oh my gosh. Like we were so bummed after that. We're like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I oh, swear. Man. I thought this was going to be, I was like, oh, this is Bethesda 2.0 baby. Yeah. This yeah. is going to be, you know, a whole yeah. new way of them making games. It's going to, it's going to just take the world by storm. And then, 
it, oh, it, they're still using the creation engine that they made Skyrim on. Oh, yeah. hooray! Ooh. Yeah, and it's and it's one of those things where like. I don't. I don't. Know. Listeners can be like, ah, you just had too high expectations, like temporary expectations. It's like no, we had that those. was Todd. We he had, told yeah, us to have them. We yeah. had those because the last five years, Todd Howard's been like, <laughs> guys, this is gonna blow your mind, right. <laughs> and it's like, okay, like I'm trying to keep my expectations real, but you guys won't <laughs> shut up about it. So all right, and then when yeah. it comes out, we're like. So we like we we were right, like we were, we were right. right all along. It's not what it was yeah. gonna be, and uh, it, it's so it's so funny that like the language around this stuff oftentimes will be trying to convince you that it's more than just a video game. But then when it comes out, it's straight up just like, oh yeah, Starfield's just going to be a video game. It's going to yeah. be a video game, yeah. not unlike the video games you've played before. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that was my thing about um, Cyberpunk. Was that like, did you guys ever do Cyberpunk? Yeah, I, yeah. I returned it. <laughs> <laughs> I actually... Um, <laughs> recently reinstalled it because the ps5 upgrade okay. hit and so i i do want to kind of see if it anything changed uh with that upgrade but i remember playing it and being like oh yeah they like the, this the promise of this game was that it was going to be more than just a video game that it was going to have all of this these amazing systems and very simmy and you're going to live like a cyberpunk person and I remember thinking at one point, like, I don't even think they understand the genre of cyberpunk. Like, I, this is this is just a video. It's just a GTA, a first-person GTA-like kind of right. game. That right. wasn't even supposed to be first-person when it started out. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one thing I am uh, kind of bummed that they uh, delayed, because I've been kind of waiting to play this game for a few years, and I decided I was going to play it when they next-genned it, and that's The Witcher 3. Um, Witcher 3 came out on the PS4, Xbox One, and uh, the PS5, Xbox Series S, and X updates are supposed to hit, but um, they uh, they have been delayed, unfortunately. Um, are you guys uh, Witcher 3 fans at all? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I feel like the delay is... I'm not a huge, huge Witcher fan. Like, I've, I've, I haven't finished it but I've gotcha. definitely played a few hours of it. Um, I think the next gen delay is probably because they're still trying to figure out how to button up cyberpunk yeah. at this oh, point. Oh, sure. Yeah. A little busy. So, All hands on deck a kind of situation. Yeah. A little busy responding to emails. Lots of emails. <laughs> okay. No one's allowed to develop games anymore. We just got to yeah. appease everyone. Just like... <laughs> That's... Uh, yeah. I never played that game, though. Really want to. Heard it's great. I heard it's great. Witcher 3? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I played like quote unquote tutorial area, which is like, yeah, felt, felt like 15 hours. <laughs> I don't know. It's not that. It's like, it's crazy long. And then like all of a sudden it's like, all right. And then the world opened up. I'm like, are you kidding me? This game is freaking huge. Awesome. Um, it, it was interesting to me for sure, but I haven't had a chance to revisit it. So I'm right there with you. Like I, when that upgrade comes out, that might be what gets me in there and finally like doubles down and yeah. play it. Some like ray tracing and stuff in there could be good. That could be oh, real yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Um, the last thing on the list that I kind of uh, no like kind of slightly care about, I guess, is the Suicide Squad game. Um, that, oh that, yeah, that the delayed. Rocksteady. Yeah, the Rocksteady game. It was delayed from 2022 to spring 2023. Um, don't care about Suicide Squad traditionally. Like, not a fan of that franchise, but 
love Rocksteady and everything they did with Arkham Asylum and 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 Arkham City. Yeah, and it'll stop there. City. Yeah, yeah, Arkham uh, Knight. That's the the last one they made, right? I, I to my knowledge, there's only two. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> did you guys ever play the 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 weird uh, WB Montreal one? The Origins. Uh, Arkham Origins. Origins. Yeah. No, never touched it. I heard it's better than like a lot of people give it grief for, but. Yeah, yeah, still not great. It ain't Rocksteady. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I played through that. I played all of them. I like I, I And I, I remember thinking Origins was fine. You know what yeah. bugged me about it? Is they, there's a Joker in it, and it's uh, voiced by not Mark Hamill. That kind of wrecked it for me. Oof. Yeah. That's interesting. Because it's supposed to be in the same world, right? Yes. Yeah. So it's weird that they wouldn't just keep the same same voice actors, right? They, <laughs> they, need, to, they yeah. need to get Mark Hamill in a studio like ASAP. Right, and just yeah. have him start recording stuff so that for Joker you know for stuff. that AI, yeah, you know that so, AI thing that you can they can make you say anything you want. Just like pay him whatever he wants and get I, him in a studio, dude. I mean, he's been playing Joker long enough; they can just pull it from old tapes and fold like you know. Yeah, that's true too. <laughs> just, yeah. Well, we'll have Joker forever for Mark Hamill. He'll never, <laughs> yeah. never, never be gone. <laughs> oh man, do it for Kevin Conroy also. Yeah, oh, both of them. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna check out the Suicide Squad. It looked pretty game, sweet. I uh, yeah, yeah. I after like, I haven't seen the most recent Suicide Squad movie, but my so my only experience with them is the that old bad one. Yeah, <laughs> it's night, the, I can tell you right now, it's night and day, dude. With yeah, those yeah, movies, for sure. It's and so like my my I feel like my view of them is so like the Suicide Squad is so tainted by that. It's like why like do I want to be invested? Do I want to be excited at all for this? Just to be let down again? Like just, I don't know. Just do like I do. There's only one Suicide Squad movie. There's only one. Okay. There's only one. Yeah. I need to I need to watch a new one then. I need to get that out of that. No, one you need is... to watch the movie. The, the, the okay yeah 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 right 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 that that new one's great that uh that Idris Elba one's mm -hmm. awesome um and I and I don't care about these characters I have no nostalgia for anyone but Harley Quinn and that's a stretch calling it nostalgia for Harley Quinn. <laughs> Harley Quinn was just fine and then blew up in a way that confused the hell out of me like <laughs> like wow like people like she was she's been around forever like yeah. how are you just now figuring out about Harley Quinn. Hmm. Um. Uh. Well, what else, fellas? Do we have any final games that are that have been delayed? Yeah. Of note. Thank. Um. And no pressure, obviously, because I tend not to not to check for stuff that's been delayed because I feel like it, it. Like I was saying earlier, it'll come back around. Yeah. If it's been delayed, oh, yeah. so. Yeah. A video game delay is not a ripstone you know it's no. not a uh it's not a it's not a coffin for the game it is just merely um hey maybe uh maybe we can make this a little better for you what do you think because let's be honest gamers are going to complain either way they're either going to complain <laughs> that it's delayed or complain that it came out busted and i'd much right. rather filter the complaints of something being delayed than coming out busted exactly for for me i think one one other game and I think this is probably a game most people can be like, wait, what? Never even heard of this one. But um, it is a sequel to uh, a game called The Forest, which is like oh. a survival horror game. Like your plane crashes on an island. The island is inhabited by these cannibalistic tribal uh, kind of or like this tribe. I don't know. Oh, I, yeah. I, I as you get this. into it, I, as you get into it, like you kind of learn where these people came from, like why they're on this island and stuff. Um, and it's it's a lot of fun because it's really just like 
okay, we just got to hunt for food and find fresh water and, you know, uh, build a fort. And it's, it's all the things you love from like just a survival, like Minecraft aspect of it. Sure. But then with like, there are the story elements and stuff, but, uh, that sequel sons of the forest was supposed to come out in May. Right now it's been delayed to October. So still technically come out this year, but oh, we have nice. no, we have no hard date. So even that's kind of fluid. Like, it's not like they're like, Oh, October 20, whatever, 21st, like it's coming out. Like it's like, uh, probably October. So <laughs> yeah. with that one, I'm still kind of feeling like, all right, we're halfway through July. I could totally see them delaying that again. So that's one yeah. for me. I would love to get a sequel to that. Uh, me and my brother have been replaying through the first one. It's so fun. It's, and it's co-op as well. Oh, I think you have great. like up to like, uh, seven or eight people. Like you have a bunch of people like, and all, all like survive together on an Island. It's, it's a blast. So that yeah, rocks. Check, I, check I definitely would like to check that out. The um, and I, I I will say though I feel like like with an indie game like that or a game that's like not like a like a big like you're hearing a lot of like press about it. They could easily just keep delaying it as if like no one's really yeah. watching. You might be like the one out of a hundred <laughs> people that are just like I saw you delay that. Yeah, yeah, checking <laughs> checking. I saw that. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, I had a I, think I had a game like that too a couple of years ago that I was just like oh, I really want to play this I think it was like Super Lucky's Tale on the it, it's oh, like, it was just taking forever yeah, to come yeah. out I just remember mm-hmm. being like I want to play that stupid fox game come on <laughs> come on <laughs> and then it finally came out and it was okay it's fine <laughs> yeah um well uh, any last thoughts on delays in general um obviously uh, we talked about it quite a bit I feel like. Uh, for a loose premise, we sort of just sort of dissected it quite a bit. I think delays are fine. Yeah. But yeah. I also think, guys, temper these folks' expectations here a little bit. Like, sometimes I see a game announcement, like, date, or, like, I'm sorry, like, like launch date, and I'm just like, we all, like, know. We're like, that's just there's not. There's no way there's you're no hitting way that. way they're going to hit that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there's something kind of disingenuous about that. I think it's like, just be realistic, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, it's to get you to buy the the box for the game. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. And then once they know, you know, enough time has passed, I think whoever was going to buy the console for the game has bought it. Then we right. can delay it. Because what are you going to do? Take it back? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Folks, that's going to do it for Video Games and Comedy Show. Thank you so much for listening. What a show it's been. Um, I'm going to go ahead and let these wonderful Super Gamer Boys plug their asses off for us uh before we head out and again adrian garrett thank you so much for joining me on episode 201 the first episode out of the gate ushering in a new age a golden gilded age of video games a comedy show um adrian where can people find you uh you can find me any and everywhere on the internet at homeboy that's h-o-l-m-b-o-i great Garrett, uh, you can find me everywhere at G Morling, G M O R L A N G, and uh, yeah, I just want to say thank you so much for having me. I, I haven't been on your show before; it's my first time. It's been fantastic. Hopefully, it's not the last time. Hopefully, oh, I did yeah. your afterward. You're just like, man, that Garrett guy, he really sucks. But <laughs> I'm not having him back. But no, it's, I've appreciated uh, being on here, and uh, yeah, well, the return the no, favor sometime you, you've, you've been on our book club we need, you need to come on our on our, our on our on our real deal show that we have so i would love um, to anytime just hit me up anytime i would i would love to jump on that show um i love super gamer boys it's one of the few uh podcasts i listen to it's it's really great you guys should check it out um and then yeah uh also check out their patreon what is it patreon do you guys have a patreon right 
Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, patreon.com slash supergamerboys, and you can yeah. get, uh, yeah, episodes early and ad-free, and be a Patreon producer. You can be our boss, you know? Yeah, we, we have that whole thing where people can pitch segments for the show, and uh, it's, it's they, they come up with some fun stuff. It's been a while, so we, we you know, some fresh blood, that'd be fun. Come on yeah. in. Yeah. Give us, you um, know, tell us what to do. Gary, you were great. I definitely am going to have you back on. Of course, um, this was a long time coming. Uh, <laughs> you passed. You passed. Congratulations, Gary. You, <laughs> you can follow uh, the show on Twitter at VGA Comedy Show. You can follow me on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more of it from the creators of this show, Call Me By Your Game, Inside Video Games Classic with July and the Reactivators, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Radio, where we have a ton of bonus content um just about a new episode or an exclusive episode of a show comes out to that patreon every single day of the week it is a good time over there we love it uh and uh, we've cultivated a nice little uh a nice little family you know i like to anyone who gives me money i like to call them my family (laughs) Uh, that's what it takes (laughs) and that's what it takes um we are going to start our donkey kong games club here in the next uh, couple months which should be really freaking awesome and such a uh change from the metal gear solid games club that we just got out of uh recently <laughs> so yeah we're going from uh solid snake to donkey kong it's gonna be a uh, it's gonna be a Ooh, fun baby. it's gonna it's be a fun end of the year um so definitely be on the lookout for that we'll see you next week with a brand new episode about a brand new thing ta-ta for now 